Before we get into today's episode, October is National Pharmacist Month. So for the entire month of October, we will have our merch 20% off, okay? So go to capsarxpodcast.creator-spring.com and use the promo code pharmacist at checkout and you'll get 20% off your order for the entire month. Also, since we're in October, that means we're creeping up on residency and fellowship season. So if anybody is listening, whether you're a pharmacy student or a pharmacist who's interested in pursuing a residency or a fellowship, please feel free to contact us at tinyurl.com slash services. We conduct CV reviews, mock interviews for both fellowships and residencies, and last but not least, letter of intent reviews. So if you're struggling with your letter of intent, you're struggling with how to prepare for the mock interview that you know is coming up, and if you're having issues really finalizing your CV to make it stand out, please feel free to just sign up at tinyurl.com slash services. Last but not least, we will also be on Friday, October 20th at Palm Beach Atlantic University College of Pharmacy for the RxPo, uh, so the Career and Experiential Expo for pharmacy professionals. So we will be there from two to five. So come check out our booth. And the following weekend, we will be at USF's residency showcase um, at the University of South Florida College of Pharmacy on October 28th. So October 20th, we'll be at Palm Beach Atlantic University. Come check out our booth at the RxPo. And then October 28th, Saturday, October 28th, we will be at USF for the residency showcase and come check out our booth once again. So thank you all for the support. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Capsule Rx Podcast. Today, I'll be your host, Dr. Joven Lazo. And today, we are talking about coaching and not in sports, all right? We're talking about pharmacy. And so I'm excited to announce our guest today, Dr. Jackie Boyle. How are you today? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about this topic and to connect with you further. Yeah, definitely. I saw you on LinkedIn. And for any of you pharmacy students or young pharmacists that are not on LinkedIn, you need to get on there ASAP up because you'll find different posts that have been reposted, shared, and it can allow you the opportunity to connect with different people. And that's how I was able to connect with Jackie. And I saw something very interesting that she shared. And one of the, and what made it special about it was that she was really talking about coaching within pharmacy. So different the things that she does as a pharmacy coach. And I was like, I didn't know there are pharmacy coaches. Yes. So I thought this would make a great opportunity to kind of have you on the podcast and kind of talk about your experience as a pharmacy coach. How'd you get into it? What mm-hmm. the day of the life is like as a pharmacy coach and different things like that. So before we get started, can I just have you provide a brief introduction about yourself to our audience today? Yeah, absolutely. And similarly, I had no idea that pharmacists could be coaches. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just so excited that one, I am one. Well, so that we can share this with others, because if you're thinking about different career paths, like this was nowhere on my radar at all. Mm -hmm. But a little bit about my background. So graduated from pharmacy school in 2012. I went to a couple of years of postgraduate training at a small community hospital here in the Cleveland area, really fell in love with ambulatory care and teaching and found myself in early career in a I like to say a smattering of different ambulatory care roles from, you know, the traditional like primary care to specialty clinics to employee health, accountable care organizations. And at one point opened an outpatient pharmacy. That was a Mm -hmm. unique adventure. 
that I uh, was involved with. But I noticed that the themes that were coming up for me in my time and what really excited me the most was opportunity to help people be successful in whatever role that I was serving in. So whether that was as their preceptor or faculty member, or if I was working with a patient and we were helping that patient to achieve their goals from a health perspective. And I also enjoyed helping our team achieve their goals from implementing new services or helping our residency program get better, et cetera. I I found this kind of longitudinal piece always coming back for me that I loved helping other people be successful. So I talked with my mentor about these things and many other things. Everyone should have at least one, but ideally a board of directors of your mentors. And I shared these insights and He's like, have you ever considered career coaching or coaching other pharmacists? And I'm like, no, like, I didn't know there was a thing. Is anyone doing this? Like, how do I get involved? Where do I start? And my mentor had actually been coached by uh, Alex Barker, who, big shout out, Happy PharmD is where I do my coaching. Alex, at the time that I reached out to him, this was 2017, was kind of just getting started with everything. And. I said, I'd love to learn from you. And, you know, if you're willing to share any of your experiences as a coach, I'm thinking about doing something similar. And he said, join me, like, don't compete. Like, let's join together, join forces. And he taught me everything I knew about coaching skills and brought me on as the first coach at that time. So it's been super fun. I've been doing this now for about six years in coaching career or primarily focusing on career coaching with pharmacists, helping them transition from one area to another or even into a different role within their own organization. I've also helped several pharmacists open small businesses. So that has been really unique and fun and kind of entrepreneurial as well. And then more recently, I've started also coaching pharmacies. So pharmacies who are looking to implement different services in their pharmacy and helping them design those goals, get past obstacles, all the, the same things that we do with one-on-one coaching. So, so yeah, it's kind of been growing and I get so much joy and excitement from working with folks to help them reach their full potential that it's just shocking that it's something that you can get paid to do from my perspective. Yeah. And so it sounds like you basically kind of got involved through Connections. Like it was yes. just something that you. It was a LinkedIn message. Similarly, <laughs> I messaged Alex yeah. on LinkedIn and I, I was so scared. I'm like, he's not even going to reply to me. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't know who I am. Why am I doing this? And that's where it all started was a conversation. Well, I feel like we need to get a, a LinkedIn ad going for us because <laughs> it's just the way it right? works. I guess you just exactly. message on LinkedIn and then you connect with others. And so this is not an ad for LinkedIn. They're not paying me, but. Definitely, definitely join LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast and you Mm -hmm. haven't yet, because you can join there, find people that are doing super interesting things and connect with them without even knowing them. And it's just people who probably are passionate about what they do and just want to share the knowledge. So definitely, definitely do it. So you messaged him. He definitely said, you know, let's collaborate. Let's get together. Let's try to work Mm -hmm. together on something. And so that's how you kind of got involved. But one of the things you mentioned was you kind of noticed that you always intrinsically wanted to make other people successful or help them be successful in whatever role, whether you were a preceptor for a student or preceptor Mm -hmm. for a resident, coworkers, the business, whatever the case may be. 
what I'm wondering is how did you kind of come to that realization? Was it something that you actually like took time to think about or someone kind of pointed it out to you? Oh, gosh, that's such a great question. And honestly, it was a, a little bit of both. Actually, a lot of both. I have, I love like, reflection and reflecting on things. And so I think I had had mentors ask me some really hard questions as I was thinking about my career and you know what I wanted to get involved with. But then also, before I started coaching, I worked with Alex as my coach. So I actually hired him to be my first coach that I worked with because I thought, oh, it'll be great for me to feel what a client feels as well and have that coaching experience myself from that perspective. So I found that to be tremendously valuable. I've hired coaches since that point as well, because I think all good coaches should also have a coach. Yeah, um, I've, I've to heard that point. too. I've heard like every mentor has a mentor. So well, it's like everybody's analogy is yeah. not different, really. You know, if you think about any amazing sports star mm -hmm. they all have had many coaches throughout their career yeah. you know on the sideline kind of helping them grow and develop and making them stretch goals you know there there are so many parallels to how coaching mm -hmm. plays out in the sports world so if you've ever played a sport you know that role that your coach has played this is not different it's just in a different context so so yeah i think it was a lot of deep introspection but also coming to coaching questions of like what gives me joy like when does time feel different and what do I gravitate towards when I have downtime which I know a lot of folks may not have downtime in their pharmacy jobs and in that sense you can think about well what if you did you know what if you did have an hour a day what would you do with that hour I think that the things that you would gravitate towards in that hour are often the things that you should be doing for your whole career so if you think about and reflect on those um, opportunities, you can uncover a lot about yourself by just taking some time to do some introspection and say, oh, what do I gravitate towards or what would I if given the time and resources? Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I always tell residents whenever I precept them or students to always reflect, reflect on the rotation, reflect on mm -hmm. everything that you've experienced because you may not realize certain things about yourself, or maybe you do, but you won't realize it until you look within more, until you Absolutely. actually take the time to sit down, or you can ask other people who have spent a brief amount of time with you and kind of ask you what some of your strengths or your weaknesses are, what it kind of seems like you smile more whenever you're doing this, or it seems you're more passionate about this, and then try to formulate a career around that, or if not, do it on the side. That's how this podcast mm -hmm. got started. Like, oh, I exactly. love learning about other careers. So that may not be a job, but I can just do it on the side. Why not? So, yeah, I really appreciate you sharing that story with us. No problem. And so when I hear a pharmacy coach, you mentioned a sports analogy. I'm thinking of sports. <laughs> yes. so I'm thinking like you're right there. You're probably telling them you need to run this play, educating them on different things. So to convert it over to pharmacy, mm -hmm. I'm thinking, OK, you're probably walking individuals through how to add a new ambulatory care service line or maybe how to meet their metrics for the pharmacy or maybe how to communicate with other coworkers or with patients better. But in general, can you kind of just describe what are some of the tasks that you do whenever you're working as a pharmacist coach? Absolutely. So you're you're spot on with with pieces of that uh, process. So if the the client has a certain goal in mind, and they know what they want to achieve. 
then we can start to map out that plan. And my role as a coach is to facilitate the goal achievement and also help remove any barriers that might be coming into play um, from a internal barrier standpoint, mm-hmm. which is a lot of mindset work. A lot of things we do with our clients are around their mindset and what they want to do as far as next steps in their career exploration, whether that's their job search process or prepping for an interview or you know, writing their application materials. Uh, a lot of our role as a coach is to, one, identify the end goal if the end goal is not known, and then help that person create a plan to get there and hold them accountable to taking action on that plan. So could you achieve these goals without a coach? Probably, you know, you can work on things on your own all the time as a pharmacist. Mm -hmm. Um, But oftentimes, you know, we typically don't have the time and space in our regular workday to think about our own development and our career paths. And we also might not have someone saying like, hey, did you do what you said you were going to do? So oftentimes folks will reach their career goals faster and a coach can come up with new ideas that might not have been considered in the job search process. So for example, like our pharmacy job market is a wild place right now. (laughs) For anyone who's out in it, you know, there are just so many moving pieces going on. Employers are deploying a lot of new strategies. And because we have some really good insight into what's happening, we can help people navigate that process a lot in a much less painful way (laughs) and also in a way more efficient and effective way. So a lot of times we're helping clients to strategize like, okay, we know what folks do wrong and we can help you avoid doing all of that, save time, you know, focus your efforts. But if we zoom out first, which is um, a lot of what we do is to say, what's the real goal here? And how does this pharmacy career that you're looking at fit in with all the other important things in your life? Because, you know, this is just one piece. Your pharmacy job is one part of you. It's not all of you. And I want to make sure that that pharmacy job fits in with those things that make you who you are and also your goals that you have that are outside of the workplace, like your financial goals, your personal goals, your relationship community. Like there are so many things, you know, that are unique to that individual. So there are a lot of things that we do, but basically this is all facilitated through very deep conversations with our clients. So when I'm actually in the coaching process, I'm having typically a Zoom call with my client for that hour, and we're coming up with some action steps at the end of that hour of, okay, based on all the things we talked about today, what are the things that you're going to work on before our next coaching call so that we know we've made progress towards the goal that you stated? Okay. And in a typical day, you have experiences experiences with multiple different clients? Yeah. So in... In any given day, I may have one client, I might have two or three coaching calls. It really depends on the week and what's going on and how many clients I'm taking on at that time. But the nice thing is there's so much flexibility. So I'll just work with my client to decide, you know, what works best for you? What time of day are you most invigorated? Because that's when the best work gets done, the most deep thinking gets done. And so we do have the flexibility to kind of design our own schedule and you know, work around our client schedules as well. Okay. And it sounds like there's a lot of deep work that is done to really determine not only the professional goals, the professional career goals, but also the personal goals. 
And so I have a saying, I, I want to know if you agree with me, you don't have to. <laughs> but I have a saying that you need to be in alignment with your goals. And so I always say you need to start with your personal goals first, and then base your pharmacy decisions off of your personal goals. Because you always want to make sure that your life at home or outside of work is one that you enjoy. And so I don't know if that's something that you kind of also practice. Oh, 100%. 100%. And I think that just thinking even deeply about that concept is that if you find that your values aren't in alignment with your career, Mm -hmm. then you'll always feel this like level of dissonance and kind of struggle because you will be, you know, working somewhere where you're not, you don't feel like you fit you know you have that like more moral injury you know is what Mm -hmm. it's been referred to out there in psychology spaces so no i think for so many reasons like everything will be harmonious and working in the same direction but like you while you're doing that work as well it will it won't feel like it won't feel difficult it won't feel like work potentially if you are in alignment with those things that are really important to you yeah and that that ties to another theory, but we don't have to get into that. But that that is something, and that's kind of why this podcast exists. This is why I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm honored to have you on here, Jackie, and I'm honored to have any guests that can really shed light into the pharmacy profession outside of the typical roles. Because as a student, if I didn't know about it, I wouldn't think that it could be done, right? Absolutely. And well, so, and thank you for having me, Jovan. This is yeah. such a great venue for students or pharmacists who are exploring other paths. I too, you know, going through school, I only thought there were maybe two, three options on the table. And I had no idea what else was out there, including something like this. Yeah, exactly. And, and having that exposure now being brought to these pharmacy students, I believe they can pursue careers that they actually are passionate about instead of maybe Mm -hmm. feeling boxed in because it's tough. You go into grad school and then It's like, oh, should I leave? But I'm almost done. And then it's like, what should I do within it? But I always tell people, trust me, if you put in the work or you do some research, you can find a career within pharmacy or you might even be able to just use a relationship in pharmacy and pivot out of Mm -hmm. pharmacy and just do that. But it's a connection Mm -hmm. you made with maybe a doctor and you're helping them with a business idea or whatever it is. So there's always opportunities to kind of navigate different places, but you always got to make sure your goals are in alignment. And so it sounds like that's something that a coach is beneficial not only to someone who's starting a business, but it's also mm-hmm. beneficial for anybody who kind of needs guidance on finding what's the right career path for them. Absolutely. And oftentimes you may have mentors in your your life who are doing some of this for you. you know, mm-hmm. I've had some uh, fortune of having some great mentors who have asked me coaching questions, maybe without even knowing it. But if you want someone who's like dedicated to this process of coaching, Mm-hmm. and will force you through. Like I asked my clients our first session, I say, do I have permission to ask you hard questions? Because if that's not possible, then we're only going to touch the surface level of like what your vocation is. You have to spend most of your waking hours at work. Why not make it something enjoyable that energizes you and you look forward to rather than, you know, just a place that you're going? So yes, I would say Absolutely. And I can't say enough good things about coaching. So it sounds probably really biased. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm about to be biased, too, <laughs> because I'm just I'm just loving what I hear. And, and 
you know, mentors are beneficial, but there comes another level of expertise that I'm pro- I'm sure you probably went through to being a coach. So is there any like qualities or characteristics that you've kind of noticed or certifications, different things like that, that you feel can help someone be a successful coach? Yeah, great question. And, you know, I think coaching and mentoring go hand in hand, but from a mentorship standpoint, oftentimes as a mentor, you're giving advice and you're saying, here's what I think you should do. You know, here's my advice and direction on on what direction you should move. As a coach, my job is to ask the questions, but it's to lead that client to their own solution. So I might not be, and I'm not like an informatics pharmacist, Mm -hmm. but can I help someone identify if that is a good path for them? And if that's something they should devote their life to by asking some good questions, we can uncover that, you know, with someone. So I would say that, you know, coaches and and mentors do have some similarities, but coach has skills that can lead to some really productive conversations and behavioral change. So as far as our training, you know, we use a few different coaching books with our coach team to help develop their skills. A lot of things around like motivational interviewing. And I'd say the gold standard for for coach training that out there is the International Coach Federation or ICF. That is a organization that has uh, certifications that one can go through. I will say, though, that um, none of us have that certification at the moment. Uh, We do have a few coaches who have sought out and have other certifications on the team. uh, But there's no requirement for that. So okay. um, I would say if someone's interested in their own professional development, there's also great ways to learn this by uh, working with, you know, a coaching team who has figured it out or, you know, reading some good coaching books and then actually putting it into practice. So, yeah, that that would be my my answer there. OK. And the reason why I ask that is because when we're thinking pharmacy, what we're thinking yes. there's certifications that are needed, right? Uh, whether it's a residency or board certified ambulatory care pharmacist or board certified critical care pharmacist. So when it comes to coaching, it sounds like it's more of what your desire is. And if you kind of, I don't know if it's needed, but like a background in education. So probably like maybe precepting academia, different things like that would be beneficial to have going into this role. Yes, I think if you are naturally interested in mentoring or if you've had that experience, there are so many great things that come out of that. Having excellent communication skills is super important. You know, when you're working with a client and you're seeing their nonverbal communication as well, uh, you know, pay attention to how someone's feeling in that moment or digging into really difficult topics with someone. Um, comes alongside with great communication skills. So even working on communication can be a way that somebody can become a great coach as well. You have to be a good communicator in both the sense of asking good questions, but also being a great listener um, is something that's extremely important in this process too. Okay. And what would you say are some of the pros and cons to being a pharmacist coach? Oh, I don't know if there are any cons. (laughs) Um, That's good. Then I wish I had more time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's so many benefits. Um, you, oh, I just can't even summarize yeah. the amount of reward and impact that you have no idea that you're going to have as a coach. Like I've had people tell me, you've changed my entire life. 
you've changed relationships I have. You've changed my outlook on the profession. You've changed my outlook on life. Like things people have shared with me, I just had no idea that that level of impact could be had by working with a coach. I've experienced it myself too, having had coaches, but I guess the the rewards in that direction are just like shocking to me in a really awesome way. It's cool that, you know, you can use your strengths to be able to do something like this and have it as part of your career. I did not know that that was a thing. So that's a huge benefit from my perspective and that this even exists because if you look around to other industries and even like executive coaching, like this model, if we had a coach for every pharmacist in, you know, the world, Mm -hmm. I feel like we'd have so much more productive teams. We would have better organizations. We would have people who are, you know, matched up better with the career that they're best suited for. Like that's my dream world is that everyone has access to a coach um, and can, you know, really benefit from it the way that we've seen it benefit others that we've worked with. Yeah, I don't know if there are really any cons. I mean, you have to have good time management skills. Uh, you have to be organized and, you know, make sure that you're responding to your clients and everything. So you've got to have the space and time to do it. So I would say if somebody's considering this and they're like, how do I get started? You have to really know yourself and um, be aware of how much workload you can take on, et cetera. Um, because it is at the moment, there are possibly some full-time coach roles, but many of them are, are part-time things that you can pick up outside of your, your day job, I would say. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And I could see that. I could see how there probably isn't much cons. It's just different challenges that you might have to face pursuing this path. So just really the time management is always going to be a key component, especially if you're balancing multiple jobs. Um, The ability to be flexible probably because it might Mm -hmm. be challenging to get in touch with your clients and whatnot. So I can definitely see how it's probably more of just a challenging, some challenges you face, but not necessarily a con. As mm-hmm. a pharmacist coach. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, as a pharmacy student, if I was listening to this right now mm-hmm. and you were to give advice as a mentor, <laughs> yeah, what advice would you give to someone who wants to pursue a career as a pharmacy coach? And it could be either as a part time, as we mentioned, or full time position. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. And I guess I would circle back to maybe our first point of networking. So reaching out to folks who are doing this, you know, listening to podcasts like this to learn more, but then even connecting with people who are doing career coaching or other coaching to find out, like, what does this look like? What are some of the questions that you've asked today? What advice would you have for somebody getting started? And just see if this is something that like resonates with what you love to do. But this won't be for everyone. You know, this is not something that is exciting, as as exciting for others, potentially, as it is for those who really love doing it. But if you have the right um, skills and strengths, and if this is the type of work that you gravitate towards, you can make it part of your career. Um, So I would say just, you know, have that confidence that you can do it and also reach out to folks who are already along the path a bit ahead of you as well. And do you... Well, uh, let me see. I, I have I have multiple questions. I just popped into <laughs> my head, so I'm trying to process it. Yeah. For for yourself, the clients that you've assisted or or coached, mm-hmm. I should say, 
were they kind of catered to the profession that you had a lot of experience in or did they were they outside of probably that ambulatory care academia setting a uh, hospital setting yes so both <laughs> um, both. i would okay. say what we do aim to do is we do try to match up folks with their with coaches who have had similar career paths or mm-hmm. have a career path that you know the person really would love to be involved with that being said a coach doesn't have to have a background in the area that that person's going into what they need to have is excellent coaching skills so you know if they want to match you up with someone as a mentor or an advisor or suggest like hey you should really reach out to three people who are in informatics roles that you really resonate with or you're exploring like that's some of the things that we'll do with our clients is to say, okay, here are the things that we know will be really helpful at this point of your thought process. But certainly, no, I've I've not. I've had folks who have gone into other areas that I have zero experience in. We just uncovered that that was the best choice for them and then created a strategy of how they could get to that end goal. Yeah. And and I'm sure it can provide like a different perspective on things too. And then since you have experience in other areas, maybe some of the characteristics they mention, or if they're searching for a career change, you can make a recommendation in something you have experience in. Exactly. I'm I'm sure it can be beneficial to not always have somebody with expertise. But I was just wondering if it was basically like your clients were kind of catered towards certain career paths, or it could be just open-ended as long as they're, well, do they have to be a pharmacist? Can they not be pharmacists? Yeah, we haven't worked with not, we haven't worked outside of pharmacy yet. Okay. Um, have had some folks reach out to us, but haven't quite yet. I'll also say that most of the time when we start working with clients, they're, they don't know, you know what the end goal looks like. They may have some ideas about like things they might be interested in, but even that can change over time as we kind of uncover and discover what they really want out of their lives in the workplace. So yeah, most of the time we start out with a blank slate of like, all right, let's discover who you are and, you know, where you might fit best in the pharmacy world. Because as you mentioned, there's so many options and so many different areas that people can leverage their strengths in our profession, which is why I love it so much. Perfect. So you basically answered all the questions that I had today, but I did want to ask you before we wrap things up, is there one message or anything else that you would like to share with our audience today? Oh, just one? That's so hard. But you can say multiple. You can say multiple. No, I think if I had to narrow it down to one, I would just say that you are worth it. Like you deserve to be happy and and use that mantra and affirmation to like motivate you to find what brings you joy. Because I feel like sometimes in in our profession we like box ourselves in and we think we need you know, just one more certification or we're not experienced enough or we don't have, you know, whatever the, I don't know. There's so many self-limiting beliefs people have that just hold them back from doing anything um, that I, I would just ask folks to remind themselves that they deserve to be happy and, and they're, they're worth the investment of discovering what's really joyful for them. Awesome. That is a awesome message. And I always tell people you are worthy. So definitely, definitely believe that you are worthy. You're worthy of a happy life. You're worthy of a successful career. You're worthy to have a career that you're passionate about and then have an amazing personal life. You can have both. You are worthy and deserving of it, but it there is some some work you have to do to accomplish that. So don't forget that aspect. And 
I said that was my last question, but <laughs> something else came up because I, I'm honestly, I, I love talking to you, Jackie. And this was so fun. It we is, might get part two. Yeah, that I was actually going to recommend that off the episode, but we're keeping that in there. You, you people, if I'm going to reach out to her again for a part two, if she turned it down, no, it's not on me. No, it's not on me, but definitely will reach out for a part two. But before I let you go, I wanted to see if you have any resources for anybody listening that can maybe help them do some of the, the deep work or kind of look introspective. Is there any books or maybe like YouTube channels, anything that maybe you used or did to oh. kind of? Yes, there's so many. <laughs> the one that I would start with, because I recommend this book to like everyone. Is okay. All, it's called The Big Leap. It's by Gay Hendricks. It's definitely on my top five, like best books ever. <laughs> that okay. one is so transformational and it will give you so many important questions and concepts to think through that that would be the biggest place that I would start exploring through podcasts like this and, you know, the Happy Farm D, we have a great podcast as well. I think that that would be another layer of like exploration that I would consider. And then just any self-assessments that are out there, you know, there are a bunch of free self-assessments that folks can use to discover their strengths, like the high five test or 16 personalities. There's so many that are out there or even like purchasing, you know, books and strengths assessments. Those are so great. Because you're going to start to see as a person who's working on their self-assessment, like you'll start to see some themes of things that just keep coming up in all of these investigative discoveries about yourself. Like you're going to see, okay, this assessment's telling me very similar things about me. And you also discover where you're, you're not as great. Like I know exactly what my weaknesses are and I know who I need on my team because of those weaknesses too. So uh, once you recognize that piece and that like you're naturally good at a lot of things and then you know exactly who you need to fill in those gaps where you're not as great, that's how we have you know diversity on teams that, that make teams perform better. So there's so many benefits to it. But yeah, I would start with The Big Leap and oh, it's just such a great book. Yeah, I think. I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm excited. I need a book for, for October. So this will be yes. my book of the month for October. Yes, and I'll I'll read it and I'll message um message you to let you know my thoughts about it. Um, thankfully I have Amazon Prime, so it should be able to come ASAP. Uh, <laughs> so yes, uh, the big leap start there. Definitely tune in to Happy Farm D, uh, their podcast. You can always, you know, if you're watching this or listening to this, obviously you're a fan of Caps RX podcast, but definitely can tune into our content as well. But one of the things I, I wanted to make sure you mentioned before we let you go is how can somebody reach out to you? if they're searching or interested in having a pharmacist coach? Yeah, so you can find me on LinkedIn. Primarily, I spend time on there working on coaching things and kind of sharing hopefully helpful tips for folks as they're working along this process. Sometimes I'll post like coaching questions or success stories as well. So definitely feel free to message me on there. I'm also on Instagram and I guess it's called X now at uh, Jackie, yeah. Boyle, Jackie Boyle RX. Um, so you could feel free to reach out to me on any of those platforms and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Okay, perfect. And I'll go ahead and add that to the show notes. So anybody listening, if you want to reach out to her, you can go ahead and be able to do it that way. So thank you so much, Jackie. It's a pleasure to have you. I want a part two, so I will be messaging you again. <laughs> I can't wait. I and can't I will. Wait. 
definitely be buying the big leap at very, very soon. Like I'm most likely going to buy it today. So it should be coming in pretty soon. Then I'll let you know uh, my thoughts on the book. Awesome. Thanks so much. Did you learn something valuable from this episode? Then I highly recommend you like, comment, follow, and subscribe to our new YouTube channel at new underscore capsule RX podcast. And we're also on Instagram and TikTok with the same name at new underscore capsule RX podcast on all platforms.